What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode 40, Men Catch Up Podcast with your host, Lofton, a.k.a. Mr. Hayes Adonis. And we're here with a special guest. You've seen him before. He was here on one of our other episodes. Wonderful poet, award-winning poet. We got my man, Fernando Rover Jr. in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here. Oh, no problem. Anytime, anytime. So, uh, you know, just want to explain, like, my week has been, it's been pretty uh, pretty hectic. You know, I got I got a job, been working the weekend, been working through the week. So it's been a little hectic out there, but still been out here making things happen. There's a lot of great stuff that's been going on out in the world to over uh, overshine those bad things that's been going on. And once again, you know, it's past February 1st, this first show that was, in this February area for us. So it's Black History Month. So applaud for all the Black excellence that's been out there. You know what I'm saying? It's doing big things. And we've already hit a lot of milestones. And there's a lot of uh, African-American Black people out there that's been getting a lot of kudos here lately. So, Mr. Rover, man, how has your week been going on? It's been going. You know, same with you. Just been working uh, right now, you know, with it being February an exciting month black history month but it's also my birth month my birthday is coming up so i'm very very excited about that uh, <laughs> another, on, year, another si- year another year absolutely it's on the 16th it's right in, right smack dab in the middle of black history hey, month which i always i always look forward to every year every always, year and, always and, far enough away from christmas so you still get some good presents there you go that's exactly. that's perfect right there. <laughs> Exactly. So looking forward to that. And then also, you know, I have this really cool book tour, this virtual book tour I'm doing at the end of the month. I'm going from the 25th of February all the way until November. I'll be doing some virtual readings on Zoom and I'll be sharing them on social media. So I'm really excited about doing that. It's my first time ever doing anything like this. So it's definitely going to be an experiment, but it's something worth doing and worth trying out for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. I know that, um, you know, with the you know the, the one of the benefits that came out of course 2020 was you know everybody got deep into the virtual and once again you know this show is doing it you know on youtube and being able to have that uh that avenue to be able to do those virtual type of things man it's been really that's a really big step and being able to touch a lot more people um that you exactly. have in exactly. your area you know what i mean so that's fantastic exactly. you know, they, hey everybody yeah. out there make sure you go out there and support uh uh mr rover jr out here uh do you have any uh uh like a locale or whatnot um on social media or or yeah uh, really they can find that yeah so you can follow me on on instagram uh fernando rover jr um i have the link actually is in my bio actually it's it there's an event there's an event bright link that'll take you to the event bright page you can pick a date um, you can sign up there, and then the zoom link will be delivered to your email address so there's it's all be there on my instagram page Oh, fantastic. That's a that's a great way to put it together so everybody can reach you. So go out there and check out the Instagram page, Fernando Rover Jr., you know, a great poet, award-winning poet of the Labyrinth and uh Maverick. So, you know, so I got them in my head, you know, from the last time we <laughs> talked about it. So it was it was a great thing. Got got to put the pages a little bit and uh and check things out. So uh fantastic. Uh the intro here, and now we go to one of my favorite things. We got the drink of the day. I love the drink of the day, but it's Tuesday, so it's a little different than what we've been doing. So last Tuesday, a little different. It's the you know beginning of the week. You working, brain hurting, 
and I just had to keep it simple. I just went with some flavor, sparkling, sparkling water. So I went with the peach flavor. Didn't really hit the alcohol. I did have a little after uh, after work. Had the social event after work and whatnot. So, you know, I did the little social event. I just had one. So trying to hydrate from that. And then I got to throw some food on it. So, hey, uh, uh, Fernando, let me know. Did you, uh, did you bring anything to the table? Same. I just got some Gatorade. You know, just, you know, something just to energize me. <laughs> hey, you know, we out here. Busy work day. Yeah, busy work day. We just out here hydrating, trying to make sure that we're going to be able to uh, sleep good tonight, wake up in the morning, good to go. So we kept it simple this go around. Hey, we'll have some new drinks for you. One reason we have been moving to the Tuesday time frame is just because it's Super Bowl going on. We got fans and things like that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that don't try to get on, uh, you know, social media as well as YouTube. Or the regular local channels when the Super Bowl is popping off. So, hey, we, we're just like that. You know, we want to have eyes on and things like that. And, of course, we wanted to record for the people that's going to be in their cars riding around. So, um, riding around during the week. So, we want to have something for you guys um, so that you can come out and uh, at least hang out with us. And then we'll be back uh, on our regular schedule programming uh, here in the future. And we'll let y'all know when we get back to that. So, we got through the drink of the day. Now, we're moving on to the news of the week. There's been some great news out there. So we'll go ahead and pop this up on the screen for everybody. Y'all can see it out there on YouTube. Make sure y'all hit up, uh, click, subscribe, hit the bell, all that stuff. And if you're out there listening, make sure that you favorite us. Um, and, and whatever uh, social media uh, that you find us on the mic, that uh, you find me, Lofton underscore Hayes at uh, MKP. So go check me out on the social medias as well. So we're going to start it off here. Of course, with the news of the week for episode 40, we in the building. And once again, the Beehive is out here doing big things. And everybody seems to be super excited about Beyonce. She done announced her world tour for the album Renaissance. And it's sending shockwaves through the Beehive. It's sending shockwaves through everybody. Everybody's out there trying to get tickets. She's already started or already got everybody out there in the UK area. They done sold out. They're adding shows and things of that nature. And I think they got a five shows while they're out there. Um, and then you got Ticketmaster. One of the biggest things that's happening, you got Ticketmaster, you got, um, you know, all your ticket buying locations. They're trying to uh, stagger. They started a registration type situation for some of these pre-sale dates. Um, just so they can verify, they're trying to minimize bots, they're trying to minimize those people that are trying to hit it on the secondary market and jack up the price on a lot of these things. Um, but they're doing big things. So, um, you know, with the Beehive out there doing it like that. So, you know, I got to ask, uh, have you, did you listen to the album? And are you going to go out there and get some of them uh, Yonce tickets? They're going to be big money. So I did listen to the album. I did, you know, give it a, give it a shot. Uh, it's definitely different than her previous work. And as far as seeing her in concert, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big concert goer. Um, okay. you know, especially, especially, like a, especially something on this magnitude, because, you know, Beyonce is a huge artist, so you know it's going to be packed to capacity and just, you know. Uh, so it's, it's probably been a minute that I've been to a concert. But, no, um, I probably, like I said, I probably, you know, if I was like a, a big fan of her, I probably would be going to see her in concert. But yeah, no, I did, I did listen to her. I did listen to the album. The album is definitely different. You know, you definitely, it definitely has a Beyonce vibe. You know, it has her, her characteristics are all over. 
Uh, the sound is different than anything, and I think she was going for that. She was going for a different sound overall. Um, it was interesting because this is her first studio album in over seven, in over six, seven years. You know, mm -hmm. this is Lemonade, really. And so a lot of, not, not only has her sound and her overall brand changed since then, but this, the environment of music has changed. There's so many more artists now, and you know, the, the sound is completely different. Um, how we access music is different now. Streaming has completely taken over. Um, back in back in the early 2010s, it was just kind of kicking off, and now we're fully immersed in streaming. So you know, Spotify and Apple and everything else, like it's completely revolutionized how we access music, and it's definitely commendable for someone like Beyonce who has been around for so long. She still can she can she can adapt to the ever changing environment and still be able to you know put, push out a product and still be able to deliver, especially in this in this day and age where again. Everything is so online now and digital, and they're, they're I mean, again, we're we're completely immersed in a new in a new territory that really wasn't around the last decade. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting thing. I know we did a uh, did a little review of uh, Beyonce's album, and that was one of the biggest things that I saw. That it was a, uh, I say more or less a total dispart departure from what she normally kind of put out you know um yeah. i'm not necessarily a dance electronic dude you know what i'm saying or or whatnot yeah. but she had more of that dance vibe she had more of like when uh you know i think of uh madonna i think of when um golly what's that woman's name i can't even remember um share like when share came back out after a while and she hit the super dance joints and she had can you believe oh. like she was like it was very yeah. much in that like vibe where you like oh they just out here yeah. like uh, uh just go you know so it was uh it was a different vibe something that i didn't it not necessarily expected she did have some songs on there that you'd be like okay those are little hits but it wasn't like the full album of like man that's really kind of doing it for me you know what i mean but yes hey she still was still out there got themselves the beehive went hard in the paint for her and you know, as of uh, concerts, you know, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy going to concerts. I've seen, you know, we, me and uh, I took, I took my wife and, and, and the kids and whatnot, surprised them when that, um, on the run, on the run two tour, uh, okay. went out there. So we, we went out and, uh, you know, surprised them and we went to go see, go see Beyonce and, and Jay-Z. So I, I checked that box, like, okay, I got to see them in concert and she was going hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was no doubt that, um, she's going to be putting it uh putting it down you know for everybody that goes out and see her you know the biggest thing Definitely. you know i i'm i'm an older gentleman you know what i'm saying so when i was growing up that guy was uh was michael jackson for me and i know there's always been that comparison whereas now it's in that world of the verses of like okay well you know who's that better performer you know uh beyonce yeah. Yeah. beyonce or michael jackson and i've seen both of them in concert so i saw you know i saw mike uh michael jackson bad concert you know back in that was 80 88 so i saw the michael jackson bad concert and uh, I was like beyonce uh, you know saying i've seen beyonce do her thing even though it was a shared situation but i still saw her kind of yeah. do her thing and um you know i mean i'm biased you know i mean that was like you know when you grow up with something it's a little different and then i also knowing you know the uh the effects and and what mike did you know what I mean? Like as of the folks, but Beyonce, man, she uh she's on another planet on the way that she's able to uh 
perform, sing, song, write, and uh, and do all that stuff for uh, for the people that are out there. So um, it's going to be a really good thing, really big thing out there for everybody that is involved uh, on that uh, on that concert, man. So they're going to have a really good time in that concert. So everybody go out there, you know, the Beehive support Beyonce, you know, and and you know they're going to be folks out there uh paying thousands trying to get out there and uh check out beyonce so uh you know that was that's gonna be a really good thing but also you know in the beyonce camp as well you know we had the grammys that popped off and once again beyonce was uh kind of headline news a little bit out there so you had beyonce record breaking wins her 32nd grammy with 79 nominations in her career tying her husband for most nominations alongside her and uh awards and wins and grammy history she won for r&b song cuff it dance song break my soul uh dance electronica album renaissance and traditional r&b plastic off the couch plastic off the couch sound like she was at her grandma's house when she wrote that song they just sound like one of them things that would be a grandma's got to be on a nice furniture. You know what I'm saying? Making sure everything's good to go. So, uh, you know, it's it's really a big thing out there for uh, for Beyonce as she she's done her thing. You know, um, being able to step up and continue to make those uh, get those nominations, man. That's a lot of nomination. That's going back to her. Going back to. Um, you know Beyonce and 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 when she was in a group and Destiny's Child and and all those things, man. She she's been stacking them up and and you don't really think about how long she's been in the game. Like she's been in the game for a long time. That was Destiny's Child, man. She was a teenager. So and and now she's you know 40, 41, 42 years old uh, with a family and still able to go out there and uh and and do the thing you know with uh with everybody that's out there so she's been doing big things uh still winning those awards gaining those awards uh what do you think uh fernando about uh beyonce you know tie tying breaking the record and and then the just the team of jay-z and beyonce and the uh the awards that they they've gathered um you know as a couple well uh i have a couple of us um so one, I think it's great. Number one, because they're they're hardworking artists. I mean, both of them. You know, they're 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 definitely a team and a powerhouse. Um, I was very proud that you know she is the most rewarded artist of all time. You know, that's mm -hmm. something that is like a big big deal, and she's a woman of color doing that. Um, I did watch the ceremony, and it was kind of funny when she won her first award, and she was and she wasn't there because she was caught in traffic. And then when she finally got <laughs> got there, you know, Trevor Noah was like, the queen is in the building. So yeah, I thought that was kind of thought that was kind of funny. It was like, wow, she could wear the award and not and not even be and not even be there. So, right, <laughs> so right. That's, that's really funny. Um, but no, I think it was good. And, and you know, you could definitely tell in her speech, she was very overwhelmed and you know, she won for uh, best best electro album and she's the first black woman to actually win in that category. So that's even another big big first. Um I think it's good. I think it's great. And I think, you know, she's definitely setting the bar uh, high for, you know, artists who come after her. You know, um, I was, I'm sure, as you've been seeing on the news lately, um, afterwards, 
you know, everyone's up in arms that she once again lost album of the year. I mean, it's like yeah. she, she's been nominated at this point four times and each time she's been, you know, and, and I remember I was having this conversation with my, with my, a friend of mine and do I think Renaissance is a better album than Lemonade? I personally don't. I think Lemonade probably was her best album, probably beyond like her, her fifth album, Beyonce and her sixth album are probably two of my favorites. And mm -hmm. I feel like, if she were to get album of the year, I feel like those would those would be the albums that she probably would get album of the year for. Because in my opinion, those two really set the bar really high. I mean, she released her fifth album without any promotion, without any like before anyone was doing that. Like she surprised dropped an album before anyone was doing that, and it literally mm -hmm. broke the internet. Like it broke iTunes. I remember that day when it was released. I was sitting in class. I was in college at the time. I was sitting in class, and everybody was on their phones. And they were like. You have to release an album. We were like, and like you couldn't get on iTunes. But it crashed because everybody was like getting on it. So, you know, I kind of was a little bit disappointed that she didn't get album of the year for those two. But then I was really, really hoping she would get it for this time around because, again, I feel like she had put in so much work and so much time and so much, so many years into it. And I personally feel like the Grammys sometimes they get it wrong with their with their with their wins, like. You know, you look at, especially particularly who's won album of the year. You know, if you look at who's won album of the year and the number of times that person's won album of the year, like, there's only been, I think, three, yeah, there's been three black women, I believe, that's won album of the year. They've all won in the 90s. It was Natalie Cole, right. it was Whitney Houston, and it was Lauren Hill. And Lauren was the last wow. one. That was, that was in 99. That was over 25 years ago. So... Yeah. You know you, you know, you look at that and then you look at the artists who won it multiple times, like Adele's won twice, uh, Taylor Swift has won three times, you know, so it's just you look at sort of, you know, who wins and, you know, who they award it to and, and not, to, not to discount, you know, the other categories, you know, the, the general categories and things like that. Those are, those are equally important. But right. you know there is a there is a definite pattern that when you look at the big four album of the year, song of the year, record of the year, and best new artist, there are a small there's a small percentage of black artists who win those awards. So it's just yeah. it really starts to it makes you question like you know how much stock as a black music music lover and music you know, listener do I put into the Grammys because. Every time you know you, you go there and you're hoping that your favorite artist or even someone in your in your in your culture you know wins something and then lo and behold it's somebody else. So yeah. you know I was I was I was happy that you know she became the most awarded artist. I was especially happy that you know the other other winners as well you know mm -hmm. in the different categories as well. I was in the words of Issa Rae, I was rooting for everybody black. So I was very happy to see that right. you know the ones who won that were black won and everything. And I just hope that. We continue to, you know, push and continue to make. I, I think something needs to be done about about the who like who the like who the voters are. I think that yeah. it'd be. I think it, it'd be, yeah. It'd be yeah, it's, be it's, it's for sure been a it's for sure been a thing. Just like the, uh, just like the uh, the Oscars and whatnot. You know, I mean, I know that uh, I know that everyone is is, you know, trying to look at that, but it's also you want to. You know, it's it's just difficult because of what genres with, you know, say those that are in the Beehive or, you know, you root right. for your particular artist and you got to 
like most of them albums, I ain't listen to the other people's albums. There's a rarity <laughs> on the other other people's albums that I actually listen to. So it's hard to judge. You know, one of those points was the Chris Brown thing when he kind of went at the R&B artist winner. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He kind of went in. Yeah, Relic Asper. <laughs> so he kind of went in like, who the fuck is that dude? And I'm like, I'm also like that, but I ain't listen to his album. So I don't know, and I listened to Chris Brown's album, and Chris Brown's album did what it did, but it's also a situation where I'm like, I don't know that dude's album. I and and you know, you get into because of now what's happening with melodic. Now they got a whole melodic rapper category song, and then you know, you got R&B, R&B, yeah, you uh, got RB artists that are mixing in it, like so then the albums kind of just turn into you don't it's a mishmash of stuff and that i feel like sometimes that could take people out of categories that they could sure. be in because sure. they there's such a mishmash of different things that are happening on their album and it's not staying in like whatever box to be able to grade it in a particular category you know what i'm saying so Definitely. i think sure. sometimes Definitely. that gets that gets kind of you know because even like for beyonce's deal it's like yeah, she won. She did win some for R&B song. Then she got album of the year for Dance Electronica. So you're like, all right, so it's a. They said the album is Dance Electronica, but then she had like you know right. R&B songs on, like two R&B songs that won you know awards. So then is it an R&B album? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hitting all these different genres, and I think that's a lot of that's what happening with some of the stuff. Um, you know, I don't know Harry Styles album. I have no clue. You know what I'm saying? So I, I did. So I did listen to Harry Styles' album. I did listen to it when it came out too. Oh. And you know, I'm not as familiar with Harry Styles as I am with Beyonce. I am familiar with his work. Um, he's he's an interesting artist. You know, he definitely he definitely gives a good show. You know, I've seen like footage of him from his tour and his live performances, and he definitely gives a good show. Um, and he is a good he he, he is a talented writer. Um, I just didn't want him to win over Beyonce. It's <laughs> just the honest truth. I didn't, I didn't think he, I didn't think he was like, to me a bet like you know. He wasn't that. But then, but, I got it. well, but and then to me, I question. And I would, I would really love to learn. Like, okay, what goes into choosing the winner? Like, is it right. based on sales? Is it based on accolades? Is it based on influence? Like, how are we? measuring like okay they won this album because of you know xyz because i did see that uh i I did you know i did do my own research and i found out that harry styles album it was like the biggest opening sales for 2022 like like in like in a long time so i did i did i did find that out and he was like the biggest opening sales for a male artist in like over 15 20 years so i mean again i kind of can see that yeah and everything so i always wonder like you know what goes into choosing, and not just for album of the year, but just for all the all, all the all categories. Of, yeah. What goes what goes into the process, or like what is the the criteria that you're or, that you're choosing? Are you choosing right, it based right. off of influence, or based on like numbers, like how many sales, you know, yeah. charts? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what is? I, I do know that the Billboard Awards they're they're based on like charts right, and, and yeah. actual. You know, yeah, they kind of so, they kind of make sure that there's uh there's stand out there, but not to, be, to cut you off, but the yes. co-host has arrived. <laughs> Welcome, sir. You in the building, my man Rob's in the building. What's up, man? 
Welcome. Well, How I, you doing? What is new? What's <laughs> <laughs> good? Well, oh, man, well, man, hey, it's only what Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> that it any, is Tuesday. That's any indication of what's going on for the rest of the week. This is crazy. Well, hey, man. No, yeah. this, I, mean, I literally just got yeah. work probably about 20 minutes ago when I was like, hey, I'm in there. I done made, my, I done made a glass of wine. I'm chilling. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to relax. Then I get a text. Hey, um, <laughs> you think about getting on the show? Uh, yeah. I forgot. I sure forgot. <laughs> I was like, it's but only been a week. It's only been seven okay, days. That's usually when we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce can no, we used to do it on Sunday, so I give you. Know what I'm saying I don't count the day. I got you, I got but, you. Uh, I did, you know. Beyonce I tried, I tried to get for a warning. I can be late. I can, I can be late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, that Cheers. wasn't Beyonce's show, though. Cheers it wasn't Beyonce's show, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you, you doing that late for your own concert thing. We that what you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you see stuff. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, uh, so what uh, Fernando, what's up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Good, good, man. How you doing, bro? Doing well. Doing well. I I agree. It's only Tuesday. Um, good, good. Yeah. We we getting this knocked out yeah, so everybody can have a good long. time on uh for Super Bowl Sunday. So you know, get this knocked out so then you can. You can yeah, go ahead yeah. and drink it up on Sunday and and and, and cheer on whoever you want to cheer on for that Sunday fight. You know what I mean? Not forget that, that wonderful Not thing that they got going on. <laughs> so, so what have we talked about so far? Like, have I mean, we talked we, about Super Bowl yet? I mean, no, nah, we ain't talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> we talking about Beyonce. Beyonce was first on the docket, so she got the first one about the concert. We done hit up, you know, uh, her breaking the record for the most uh, Grammy nominations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as well yeah, as wins. wins, you know, saying she's up there with 32 with her with her so, husband and whatnot, and so, I got the wins up there. What she got? Okay. We were getting we were getting ready to move on. What you what you uh what do you think of uh the Beyonce album and uh and things so, of that nature? Beyonce, Beyonce, go ahead. What you got on Beyonce, man? So I actually, um, I'm not. How is this? I think Beyonce. Um, um, but my question is, because she or she went and beat. Artists and as a writer, you know, it's, there's some artists I listen to that I feel like are hitting the mark. Like for instance, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan, I would go hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like the girl. What's her name? Money Long. Money Long. She go hard. You got she did. All these, she like, did you win. These young, these young girls coming forward. You got. Money long, yeah. Money season. long did, yeah. Bit money long did win, uh, did win a Grammy last night. Yeah, Sizzle. I mean, you know, it's 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 a lot of artists right now. Yeah, and Sizzle, yes, they going they going hard right now. So I don't know if Beyonce won because 
of the fan base because Beyonce's fan base, the Beehive, like, and I'm gonna tell y'all like this now. So just for future references, I love Beyonce, so I don't want y'all to shut us down. The Beehive is like Congress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you say the wrong thing, you'll get shut down. I'll tell you that now. You know what I'm saying? It has that power, you know. But and I love Beyonce. But like I said, my question is, and I think she can sing. Says she's a very talented artist. Shows are nice. I don't know if her concert tickets are um, worth people losing their um, houses over. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I just kind of feel agree. like fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars is a lot of money to go to Beyonce concert. That's a couple hours. And then, so I'm gonna tell you, look, Beyonce concert is like sex. You're gonna be in it for that little bit of time, right? And as soon as you they say, hey, have a good that's it, that's the end of the show, you're gonna realize you spent fifteen hundred dollars on a ticket and the shit is over. Like <laughs> you're not you're... <laughs> That is true, but I mean look, I can I, I can tell you right I now, I wouldn't like... I wouldn't be at a, a Beyonce concert. Um Unless I'll be at the nosebleeds. I mean, the, the, the screens they got at now at these concerts, like I was telling uh, now the Fernando before. Up there, bro. But that's what I'm saying. I was I went to a I went to the on the run uh on the run two concert in Ohio Stadium. So that's where Ohio State plays football. We were on the third level. I'm talking about we was up by the top of that mud. They had screens big enough that I, it was like watching TV. Down on the console, it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, we paid, I may have paid, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks for being up there. But I was like, okay, I yeah. can see everything because the, the concert screen was as big as a damn, as wide as the football field. So, so let me ask you this then. Would you pay $1,500 to see Beyonce on the concert screen or do you want to see real Beyonce? No, you know who I paid $1,500 to go see? And I was ta- I was Ooh. thinking about doing it before he died. I was gonna fly to freaking England and see Michael Jackson on his last concert. Mm. I would have went and spent that. Hell yeah! I've already yeah. I saw hey, the I saw the bad concert, you, and I was like, look. and I know what he be doing, and I was like, yeah, I go to that. Hey, hey, so I'm gonna be real with you, like real talk. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many Michael Jackson impersonators. I go to Vegas and see one of them for twenty dollars to keep moving. <laughs> hey man, to each his own. Yeah. It's like, it's Billie like, just get it the next man. <laughs> hey, and look, I was like, hey, I, seen, I saw, I saw, I saw it live in person. It was, it was different. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got people that be hiving it. It's different for them. So when I went to see Mike, it, it was different. It was like I was like, yo, this is on another planet. Some people it may be yeah. uh Prince. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, everybody, everybody, everybody has their person. I mean, yeah, I mean, look before like, before it was it was Taylor Swift. I mean, her 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 tickets are just as, as so, expensive, but yeah, people are paying to go see her. So I mean, you know, so why not charge? Yeah, I'm looking at Beyonce tickets online right now, and they're not as bad as everybody city are. I mean, I see one for 128. Yeah, um, I mean, I think a lot and, of that fifty three thousand and all the other stuff is for being right. You know, that's sweet. close to the. You know, saying close to the stage or being in the suite or getting special, whatever, but a regular backstage, ticket. yeah, you know, yeah, 1500. No, 1500. I'm kissing Beyonce. That's my, I'm like, I'm gonna tell him, <laughs> I'm gonna deal with him. Pissing him. Oh, 1500. Yeah. 1500. I'm kissing, I'm kissing Beyonce. <laughs> we go together. That's what I told my boy. <laughs> if I, 1500, we go together. We're in a relationship. I, I mean, oh, now, now, hey, let me, let me ask you. 
How much for how much for uh backstage uh Meg the Stallion then? Oh, all day. <laughs> Three fifty. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, hold up. What you what you doing for that? That's what I'm saying. Is, you know would that be you know anything? Right. Huh? Body yada yada yada. Yeah, girl, I got you. Let's go. Let's, let's see what I'm saying. That's you a that's an easy fifteen hundred right there, huh? You said that's an hey, easy fifteen hundred. All day. Okay, I got you. Uh, okay, T Meg the Stallion, I got something for you. Watch this. <laughs> uh, well, uh, congrats. Nah, man, but like, big, like, I, that's, uh, Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, congrats yeah, again for Beyonce, you know what I'm saying, too. record breaker and doing her thing. We're gonna give a p- uh, applause out there, Black Excellence doing the daggone thing, and we're gonna keep it pushing one more time here. So, uh, you know, we do the hip hop yes, well. So, we got, uh, my man, King Puta, Mr. K Dot out here getting album uh rap album of the year for uh mr morale and the uh big steppers and then we got rap song for uh the heart part five and rap performance for the heart part five it's kendrick's 17 wins 47 nominations and for those out there and we were kind of talking this before the uh the show started um drake has 51 nominations and five wins so kendrick out there doing work and you have to also look at this with kendrick kendrick has 17 wins he has five albums that's pretty good that's three three uh you know what i'm saying you're looking at three grammys an album if you just breaking that down or yeah three grammys an album i mean that's legit you know that's how it breaks down so Kendrick out yeah. there is uh he's letting everybody know every time he put his voice into the world, it's award winning. You know, that's a that and because there's only okay. really so what, a, like four, yeah, there's a, there's only like four categories that's just rap now. I think there's you got like rap performance, you got rap song, rap album, and they added the melodic. Uh, rap performance song and then rap performance. What so you is, got like what five. Is what is, what is that's that's your boy Future in them. That's for, that's Future. They made a whole section just for Future. <laughs> Future and Drake out there singing sing songy rapping. The sing song rap. It's the sing songy rappy boy. Yeah. <laughs> the sing songy rap. <laughs> sing songy rap. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know they got they got that whole thing that's out there for them. So I mean with the uh, with Kendrick going out here, you know, um, winning three of the five rap categories or three of the four rap categories um, with what he did, does this, do you feel like this uh, submits Kendrick in a, uh, in a, in a goat, goat-ish status? He's up there with the greats. What do you think, uh, Rob? I think so, man. I mean, he does his thing. You know, so he's always he's always working. He's still and, and I, what I like about Kendrick is he's can't switch his his um you know he's he's changed you know what we love about Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get it when you get a Kendrick when you get a Kendrick uh, CD or when you buy a Kendrick album, it's gonna be Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? And you get what you you get what you pay for every single time without even look, listening to it. You can be like, okay, boom, I'm about to get that Kendrick. And that's what you're going to get. 
And that's what, you know, we want as, that's what we want in artists. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm a, I like Drake too. I'm a Drake fan. But you're not going to get every single time the Drake that you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, that one CD, what's it called? Um, the one we had a show about. Um, never mind. Whatever. Uh, it, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was, it was, it was forget me. It's it's forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like very, very much so. And so, with that being said, though, I just feel like, um, you know, that's not who the original fans fell in love with. You know, what I'm saying as an artist, you know, we, you know, we we like the Drake. Does, Drake does. We know Drake gonna be soft. We know he gonna he gonna spit some hard bars, but he's still gonna cater to women or whatever. You know, and it's like kind of like a love ballad, hip hop, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then when you go, when you go, um, what's it called, EDM or when you go electronic and go straight pop or whatever, then that's not what we look for, you know. But with Kendrick, you're going to get Kendrick every single time. You know what I'm saying? So I do mm-hmm. I do think he is a GOAT. I think he should be mentioned with Legends. I think he is, he is now on the, when you mention top rappers of all times, I think his name should come up somewhere. You know, so. All right, so uh, Fernando, what what are you thinking of uh, of Kendrick's, you know, uh, his ability to, like I said, every time that his voice is put into the into the space, into the music space, you know, what I'm saying it's coming out gold, not not only awards but also you know critically and by the fans that they're uh, they're putting them up there. What do you what do you think of the run that uh, that Kendrick K Dot has been doing out here? Well, to be honest, I thought um, I thought he was the goat when he won his Pulitzer Prize. You know, I thought that was a big deal. You know, to be to win a Pulitzer Prize and be a and be a and be a rapper. So to me, that was when you know I thought, wow, you know, he really has has reached it. Um, and I agree, I agree that with Kendrick, you're going to get Kendrick every single time. You know, he doesn't shy too far away from his formula. Um, I think what he does, though, is just he, he gets better and better with how he delivers. But what he delivers is always him each time. Yeah. Yeah, I really uh, I really enjoy the way Kendrick, you know, tells a story and and flips the narrative a lot of the times, you know, what I'm saying in his in his albums, you know, what I'm saying he's he's very much. Like J. Cole, he's very much in that 90s hip-hop storytelling where hey i came from this but this is not me i'm looking to be a better version and a lot of his songs is telling a story of something that he saw or that he experienced but then also it's how am i better changed improved going through how to deal with but it's not wallowing in you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot of the artists that kind of wallow in it or, like, you know, you got the, you know, it went through the trap game, went through the whatever, and it was, like, went through the drug rappers where it's like, oh, we doing, we on this, we on that, we on, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was very much like, hey, still on that formula of, like, I came from the hood, but we trying to be better. You know what I'm saying? And we doing more. Like, it's inspirational, you know, in in the message that uh, he's usually given out on his albums, you know? So I, I do enjoy that where it's that escalation and that improvement, just like some of my favorite artists, 
you know, outcasts, things of that nature. Those artists that were successful, some of those from the 90s, where it was all about, dang, they're getting better and they're showing, hey, they're improving and, hey, asking, you know, through their raps, like, why aren't you improving too? Like, why aren't you getting better as well? You know what I mean? So that's what I really uh, kind of enjoyed um, about that. And and big time and for, uh, for Kendrick out there. Like, so where do, where do you feel like status-wise? Where does that put yeah. – uh, was that put Drake? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's it put those other artists that are, you know, maybe popularity wise, um, goatish, or they go go status or sell more or billboard or stream the billion? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what is that? Like, how how do you feel about that, right? I think honestly, man, I think in the new there's a, there's a new new world order coming when it comes to uh, pop music. And there are younger artists that are coming, you know, just like, you know, you gotta think, just like when we were younger, you know, there was artists coming, you know, and there was, and there was artists that people thought that, man, this person right here is gonna be the hottest and blah, blah, blah. And, never and there's, you know, then you got Z, um, you got Nas, you got Eminem, these cats. Or, you know, but then you got people before them that was like Curtis Blow, Rakim, you know what I'm saying? All these all these old school artists that had to hand over the baton, the baton, so to say, you know, they had they had to hand over the throne, put it that way. You get what I'm saying? So now mm-hmm. we have to understand, even in our generation, we have to hand over at some point. And I think when we hand the throne over, people like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Drake, um, Lil Baby, the baby, these cats are gonna be, you know, in that mention in that lineup. You know what I'm saying? We have to be able to, you know, and I was, I was like, man, I'm not listening to these young dudes and blah 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 blah. Same thing my parents said, same thing their parents said before them, you know, and it just shows your age. But at the same time, like I said, these cats are bringing, these cats are really bringing heat to the game. You know what I'm saying? Drake. Drake brought he brought heat to the game. You got Meek Mills, got all these cats that's bringing heat to the game, and we have to have to recognize that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we we say, you know, younger generation is younger generation that, but they still young black artists that are making ways for mm-hmm. younger black artists. You get what I'm saying? So they got to make we yeah. got to have somebody to pay the way for the for the next generation after them. And I think that, mm-hmm. like you said, I think Drake will be mentioned in. And one of those artists that paved the way for the next generation, and that's what we look yeah, at. We need cool. we look at artists that paved the way for the next generation, and I think that his name, along with you know the names um, in the game right now, um, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, um, you know even female artists or whatever, mm-hmm. are paving the way for um, this Spice Girl. Um, Ice Spice or whatever, but you know, ice, you know, ice, there's a lot ice, of, ice, of ice you know and all new that artists and coming Willow. out that either Ice Spice or some yeah some yeah yeah Glorilla <laughs> all these cats like they being like you know you got to think like Nicki Minaj, um, Cardi B, um, you know Lil Kim they paved the way for these young ladies. Same mm-hmm. thing for Drake and Kendrick Lamar and J Cole they paving the way for younger cats that's coming in. It's true. It's true. Always and forever. So we always got to make sure, you know, and we, we try to, 
you know, uh, you know, we give our opinion, but hey, they're like you said, they're always uh, they're black artists out there that are paving the way in in the culture. Make sure that other people can get out there and and be able to tell their uh, tell their story. So it's always a good thing to be able to have that out there. Um, and then we gonna go ahead and still kick it with you know, like I said, it's February, it's Black History Month. We gonna go out here and show some love to all the uh, success that's been going on for the uh, Black celebrations out here. So we gonna get some Black celebrations yeah. for the folks out here. So we got we got yeah. Star Andrews became the first black woman to medal at the U.S. figure skating championships in 35 years. You know what I'm saying? That was like, uh, it's been a while out there since we had uh, somebody doing triple lessons and all that other jazz out there on the on the ice out there with the folks. So, you know what I'm saying? Okay. She out here got the medal, okay. got it popping off. Another big thing, you had Tennessee State. If you did not see uh, Tennessee State, they won a Grammy this go yep. around um it was uh it was pretty cool to watch the video of them watching uh the presentation and i think it was for uh best gospel best gospel best root best best roots gospel yeah best roots gospel and uh to watch them you know be at the at the college watching on the big screen you know what I'm saying? It actually it got me goosebumps because it was kind of cool to be like, man, that's like to be in the marching band, seeing them. You know, you see the marching bands all the time at halftime, they be doing their thing. And then to know that, hey, a, a marching band that was doing their thing, and to, for them to become the first, the first marching band, not like not just HBCU, but first marching band to uh to win a Grammy. Um, that was uh that was a big thing, and that that celebration that those uh those students had those kids had man that was kind of cool to see um you know very much the hard work was put forward and them to be able to uh benefit from it so it was fun if you haven't seen that go out there and check out that video it's a heartwarming thing uh to see those kids have a good time for all the work they did and once again uh you know we got another egot out here we got a lot of we got a lot we got a few uh black egots you know what I'm saying? You got Whitney Goldberg out there. 18. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They be out there doing big work. So once again, Violet Davis. 18? We're going to give yeah, it up again. We're going to give it up again. Violet Davis, welcome to the EGOT world. If y'all know what the EGOT yeah. means, that means that you got an Emmy, you got a Grammy, you got an Oscar, and you got a Tony. You know what I'm saying? That means that you're out here just besting everybody in everything doing big work so yeah uh once again violet davis i mean if you ain't seen uh the woman king the movie man oh that's yeah a that's good a movie, movie. you be out there doing yeah. the deal man that, Honestly, bro, hey, that movie is up there with, with kind of forever for me that's yeah that. man that woman <laughs> king is dope bro. man you know what i'm saying that was a good movie you saw yeah, me uh, me and the white saw the theater that joint is dope man so that's uh that's good stuff yeah. out there you know for uh for the black celebration and and once again hey uh, celebration for all those people out there. They got big, beautiful people doing great things. You know what I'm saying? So all, all applause for them. So we're going to keep it pushing. And, you know, everybody's got a, uh, you know, this is Black History Month, man. We're trying to learn a little something out here. So for all those out there, I'm going to give you a little origin of Black History. You know, Black History Month uh, celebration of the month began, and it started out as Negro History Week. I only had a week. Back there in uh, 1926, and that was created by Carter G. Woodson, uh, noted American historian, scholar, educator, and it became month-long celebration in 1976. 
And February, everybody talked about, man, why they choose February? Well, February was chosen for Frederick Douglass' birthday and Abraham Lincoln's birthday. So, you know, people that kind of uh, was a part of, you know, you got the emancipation and all that whatnot, and you got Frederick Douglass out there doing big things for the folks. So it was uh, it was really chosen for uh, for uh, for those people in particular, what, what was going on. And, and then also I want to spotlight, you know, we always got to spotlight one of the first. So we had one of the first black lawyers, John Mercer Langston, was the first black man to become a lawyer uh, when he passed the bar in Ohio in 1854. He was elected uh, to the post of town clerk okay. in Brownham, Ohio in 1855. And Langston became uh, one of the first African-Americans ever to hold public office in America. He was a uh, representative in the 50 or uh, 51st Congress from 1889 to 1891, uh, representing from the state of Virginia. And he was the great uncle of the famed poet Langston Hughes from the Harlem Renaissance. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was okay. that dude, man. So, you know, he's doing big things out here, representing okay. black first black lawyer in the United States of America, John Mercer Langston. Okay. Give it up. Making waves. Making yeah. waves, giving it up for him, giving it up for him. Okay. So, yeah. you know, uh, once again, doing big things out there. So, is there, uh, is there any, uh, you know, like what? I got one question. Like, so if if you got to be the first black something, like what would you? What would be like the uh, Ross? What would be the first black something? Like, if you just like, hey, there wasn't anything in history, and your name got to be tied with the first black something. Roz, give me that thing that you said, hey, I would want to be the first black son. This. <laughs> I, I would like to be the first black in it. So, um, and the and reason being is because I, I feel like I just want to be rich. I ain't going to lie to you. I just want to be, <laughs> be the first black. <laughs> just want to be rich. Just, That's it. <laughs> All first, right. I'll be the first black. Man with a Porsche, all that. <laughs> no, I'm just no. I'm just <laughs> Look, uh... <laughs> I, no, no, no. Real talk, honestly, though, no, I would honestly, bro. <laughs> I would. I probably would like to be the first black engineer. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because there's so many things that you know. I could be the first black something, but I could make so many different things. You know what I'm saying? I'll be the. Mm. I'll be able to. Invent so many different things that can help the world. You know, you get what I'm saying. And yeah. it's like, like right now, I do, I do, I do cybersecurity. You know, I, if I could be the first black person to be a cybersecurity engineer, or better, the first black person to be, you know, uh, you know, whatever, you know, to create simulators or whatever that mm. changes the world. You know, I don't want, I, don't, I wouldn't want to be somebody that people forget. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, yeah, I got. You. Because we got everyday. If you think about, if you, if you think about it, it's everyday things. And I think about this all the time. It's kind of funny. I think about like who invented stuff that nobody even care about no more. Like, like who who was the first person invented sugar or who who invented bread? You know, what I don't saying? know. <laughs> like I don't know about sugar. That was, that's, that's probably gonna go with God. Saying, I'm gonna go with, 
I'll go with G-O-D on No, that but I'm saying, but like, who said, no, but somebody had to be the one to be like, you know what, we can take this sugar Somebody had to try it out. Somebody had to try it out. Yeah, somebody, somebody had to take that boy and be like, this sugar cane and make it, make it in the Kool-Aid. Who invented Kool-Aid? You know what I'm saying? They're there like, you come go. Come on, bro. It's like, <laughs> you got you that. Who made red it's like, Kool-Aid? It's certain, it's certain, th- certain things that you pe- people forgot about. And I know the people that invented it probably sitting at home right now. Like, oh. You know, I invented Kool-Aid. This is some bullshit. Hey, nobody, I mean, it's just, it's just like Kool-Aid. <laughs> hey, just like that dude, you know, the dude invented paper clips, or you know what I'm saying? Freaking postal stamp. You know what I mean? Like post-it notes, like that dude rich in the money. Yeah. He just put some he put who some invented, glue on some paper. Like, That's it. Think about it. Who who was the person be like, you know what? If we cut the tree down and cure it a certain way and flatten it out, we got paper. Bam. You know what I'm like, 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 paper? Like nobody <laughs> ever mentioned the dude who invented paper. <laughs> or plastic? Who invented plastic? Ain't nobody uh, invented. Ain't nobody even talking about dude who invented, who invented plastic. So I know it was a scientist just putting a whole bunch of stuff together. So Fernando, talk to me, man. But what it had would to be, be one the dude. first thing? What would be the one thing that if you get to, be, you got to be the first black, whatever, to do? What would you want to? What would you want your name to be tied? To? Um, I would love to be the. First black author. No, yeah, no. The first black indie author to win the Pulitzer Prize. There's never okay. been there's never been an independent author that's ever won any of the any he's never won a Pulitzer, never won the National Book Award, Nobel Prize, none of that. So I would love to be the first. So you would, so you would be so it would not only be the first black, but then you would just be the first author to win the independent? The first independent yeah, author. That's, that's doubling up, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one right there. You know, yeah. I uh if I if I had to choose, yeah, if I had to choose, I would probably want to go with something that would tie to an experience. So yeah. I would probably want to be like the first black astronaut. Like that okay. would be that would be like because it would also mean that I get to experience that, you know what I'm saying? And then also like dang, I'm an astronaut. Name would be kind of like tied for especially with deeper space exploration of some with people go to Mars and stuff, they'd be like, You remember the time when Lofton Hayes went up and did a blah blah blah? Like that would be like cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Always be tied. I want to build a name after me at, at NASA or something. They'd be like, it's the Lofton Hayes. Everybody can have salads yeah, in, me, at me, my me. hall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so has there been a black a black astronaut, a black male yes. astronaut? Yeah, they bad black astronaut. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, they got a hall. They got a hall for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Ron McNair. Ron McNair. Ron McNair. Look, my man, no. Like, that's what I'm saying. He know. Like, Ron McNair. Ron McNair. But, no, but what I, what I, my point was that he talking about he want a hall name after him and all this stuff. Like, Ron McNair got a hall name after him. He said he wanted to be. Most people forgot about Ron McNair. Look, 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 hold up. Look, he does have a certain name after him. Want to be remembered, and I'm like, okay, that's my, a way to do man, it. Why are you? All right, <laughs> last two shows you've been coming at me, man. What's up? He has a he has a he has a he has a hall, and he has a has a school named after him too. Look at um, that, man. I'm out here. Look, that'd be Lofton Hayes uh, I, I, High School. Everybody fighting uh, ranchers. That's what I want the name to be. 
Yeah, as long as you don't, hey, long as you, long as you wear them Kanye West boots, you good. <laughs> no, <laughs> that ain't going to do it. Unfortunately, uh, that's not going to save you in space. Them Kanye's ain't doing nothing for you. But, uh, hey. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. You going to, yeah, you know what <laughs> So uh oh you know no, once again like, like we wa- we want to uh during the uh during the month of February we're going to try to touch on uh you know those that are out there that are doing that have paved the way you know no different than Cardi B and Little Kim and whatnot paved the way for a lot of people that are out there and you know once again like we said uh John Mercer Langston everybody had their uh what they would want to be the first at you know what I'm saying um so it was a uh, that's that good stuff so we got pretty much one more situation to go with you know what i'm saying we're gonna go over here and we're gonna hit the top almost four so we got the top almost four up in here and uh i tried to put together a little list it's uh it's gonna go hey my my title for my list what up what up man talk to me hey a real talk i'm so glad it was you <laughs> Look, look, I, I would have said something. Look, I would have for sure said something. I knew it was me, so it's like, hey, it's all good, man. Like, hey, the producer, producer be on it. I got you, man. I got you. Yeah, I'll be yeah, just yeah, getting it yeah, done. Yeah. So, and I'm yeah. pretty sure people will be angry or whatever the ones that I uh, that I choose. But I'm going with top almost four Swiss beat songs. So we got uh okay. we this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting, man. Because after I started pulling, I was like, man, Swiss beat got a lot of got a lot of jams man and so i started making my list and then it kept changing and then it kept changing again and then i found songs that i was like man swiss beat did that one i was like yeah that's the jam that joint be going hard so um i'm gonna go with some honorable mentions right so we got honorable mentions out here based on my list oh man all right so based on my list honorable mention we got fancy by Drake. You fancy, huh? You know that one? We got uh oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I like I like that Cassidy uh, honorable mention Cassidy B-boy stance. You know what I'm saying? Like that was nice standing in my B-boy stance. Like that was a good joint. Um yeah. you got Alicia, Alicia Keys New Day. Good song, fantastic. You got uh Beyonce check on it. And uh yeah. yeah. This is another one that loved this song, but it didn't make my didn't make my top four. Um, I'm gonna go with Money Cash Holes Jay Z. Didn't make my top four though, but he be that one bangs. So yeah, I'm going okay, with number okay. four. You must have number, some bangers on that end. I mean, this is me. This is me, and this is my taste. So uh, at number four, I got Ti. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. You know what I'm saying? So then we got okay. at number three, we got Jigga my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I went with Jigga my nigga with uh with number three. Okay, okay. I, it's so tough. Then I kind of had a, a number two. Number two was a tie. I had to throw another one in there. So we got number two. We gonna go with one of my favorite artists. We got Busta Rhymes with Touch It, Bring It, Babe, Watch It, Turn It, Leave It, it Automatic. Yeah. And, and number two, a tied at number two, gotta be Welcome to the Jungle 
Welcome to the jungle, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? That watch the throne. Welcome to okay. the jungle go hard. I'll be love, I'll be loving that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The one and the only at number one, you gotta go with the Rough Rider anthem. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's the oh, one yeah, that got it okay, popping. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Rough Rider, yeah, yeah, my list, yeah. my list is Rough Rider Anthem, Todd at number two was Touch It by Buster, and then Welcome to the Jungle, Watch the Throne. Number three is Jigga My Nigga. And number four is Bring Them Out by T.I. So that's my list of my favorite Swiss okay. songs. So, Roz, talk to me. What you got? Bro, honestly, though, it's, it's very, it's very, very seldom that I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Even though you my dog of 20 some years, but honestly, bro, I think you did it on this one. I think this your one. I like it. I like the list. I like the list. I'm saying, give me my nigga, bring him out, bring him out, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, I mean, look, that's one of my gems. The anthem, you know what I'm saying? What? That go hard. I was trying to find find if there was an Eve joint in there. The Locks had a lot of good songs in there. But also, uh, Swiss, he has a unique sound. And he didn't really... He didn't really come with the bass bangers until he got more into the 2000 area. Um, a lot of the stuff wasn't as bass heavy, but he had a very unique, he had a very unique sound with it, you know. So especially when uh, you know, Buster's my dude, man. Buster go hard every time, and that that touch it be going that, and then that welcome to the jungle, man. I that's that's that deal. So uh yeah, talk to yeah, me, uh yeah, I, talk to me, uh Fernando, man. What do you think of the list? And what would um, you change? If you had to change anything, I would change. Uh, I would add uh, what you want with Eve. I would add that. I mean, I tried, but I was like to for four. Well, I mean, I did it. I went five on there. That's, but, that's that's one. Of, that's one of my favorite songs. Um, I would also add uh, "Ring the Alarm" with Beyonce because that's. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of production credits too because he yeah. does a lot of producing. So I would think "Ring, Ring the Alarm." Uh, what you want and everything else i'll keep everything else I'll keep. yeah yeah there was a there was a lot man i was like dang he he was touching on a lot of uh he was touching on a lot of songs but when i had to break it down to i mean i did five but when i when i broke it down to my five or whatever that that was where i was like man i could put those in line in my playlist and i'll be i'll be like yo let's go you know what I'm saying? Like those yeah, are, yeah, let's go yeah. Swiss beat yeah. bangers where you be like, oh, Swiss is killing it. You know what I'm saying? So uh he had he had some joints that was uh that was fire on there. So uh, like I yeah, said, no once again, at number four, I uh TI bring them out. Number three, you got my nigga tied at number two was touch it uh by Buster, and then uh Welcome to the Jungle, Watch the Throne, and then number one, my Swiss Beats favorite song. Rough Rider anthem, doing his daggone thing. So I'm glad that I got the appreciation and I passed the test. This one right here, <laughs> I passed the test. It's always good yeah. when you pass the would, test uh, yeah, at the like almost top like four, man. It's it's tough out here. The I crowd, like Roz, Roz, been the last couple of time, man. Roz, you be coming at me yeah. hard, man. Like I be trying to be like nice a little bit, but you be coming at me ah. rough, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? I gave you the gift, and now you back in the crib, nah, like, bro, I, I'm I coming at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I really uh. Hey, go ahead, man. hey, Fernando. Hey, Fernando. Uh, hey, Fernando. Can you can you yes. see that bottle behind me? 
It's like a, it like a genie bottle. That's yeah, my, my kind dog of, yeah. getting it to me for like Haynes getting it to me for my for my fiftieth my fiftieth birthday. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, bottle of uh, Chinese whiskey. Yeah, with yeah, the special limited wow. edition dragon bottle. Yeah, yep, yep. he got dragons. I told him. I told him if he rub it, if he rub it, he may have I'm some dragons that. come out that joint. You yeah. know what I mean? Something. I don't know yeah, what's I, in I it. I try to rub it. Meg Stallion ain't come out. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 me. Wait till we hit. We gotta hit ten thousand followers. I'm gonna open it up on air. Here you go. Today. Gonna... Let's go. Turn up. Yeah, crack it open. So hey, also uh, man, hey, real, real quick, man. Another. I know we gotta get out of here, but another Black History fact. And so let's not forget this. I know the Super Bowl's coming up. There are two young black quarterbacks going against each other, um, you know, in the, in the Super Bowl. And like I said, no matter, you know, who wins, man, shout out to both these young men for getting where they are. Um, it's hard work. You know, um, people sitting at home, it's easy to talk while you're at home. It's easy to say what you would have done in the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, this guy, this cat, Patrick Mahomes played on one, on one. You know, I'm a football coach. I had I, my last my, my national championship game and not because I had a national championship. Pretty much 85 percent of my team was hurt, and they stopped playing. They just like they 12 year olds. But what I'm saying is, I say that to say this. You know, whatever happens in the Super Bowl, man. Shout out to both these young men for getting that far. AFC champion, NFC champion, head up. You know, what I'm saying it's a beautiful thing. Um. Black excellence, man, is at its finest. Um, it's a great time to be black, great time to be African American. That says nothing for any other culture. I mean, like, like I said, as a black man, I would never tear down any other culture, but I will build up my culture and build up my people to make sure that we continue to grow um, and you know move forward in this place we call life. Feel me? I feel so. you, man. Um, Hey Fernando, Absolutely. anything uh, anything else that you want to uh, promote, or, or also uh, once again tell uh, our audience where they can find you, so they can follow you on your uh, your virtual uh, book tour. Yeah, so I'm doing a virtual book tour for my latest book, Maverick, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Fernando Rover Jr. Um, you click on it, and you in my bio link will actually be the Eventbrite page where you can click on it. You can pick out the dates. There'll be dates from late February all the way until November. Everything will be done on Zoom. And you can click on whichever date you'd like. And then um, the Zoom link will be sent to you. So everything is in one place. Hey, make sure y'all go check them out once again. So, you know, it was so great to uh, have uh, Fernando Rover Jr. on the show. Go ahead, Roz, what you had to say? I was going to say, man, like I said, I need to get to where you're at as far as going on tours. Book tours, book signings, man. Um, cat, you got you've always been very intelligent. That's why I reason. So, <laughs> but I'm, I, I, I want to say that. But I want to say this, bro. As an author, you know, as a poet, writer, black man in general, I, I am so impressed by everything that you do, bro. Keep doing what you do, man. Like uh, we're always. First of all, you're always welcome on this show, but. On top of that, man, like I said, I brought you on this show because, you know, meeting you from the time we was on Black Men's Inc., man, you've always been very impressive um, doing what you got to do for the culture, um, doing what you got to do as a as, as an artist, as a writer, as a poet. Man, continue to do what you do, bro, for real. Uh, you inspire me. You inspire a lot of people, bro. 
Continue, continue, continue. Real talk. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. No doubt, bro. No doubt. All right. So make sure y'all go check that out. Follow the links for Fernando Rover Jr. Check him on his Instagram and uh, make sure that you uh, participate in that virtual tour. Once again, hit us up, Men Ketchup, on our socials. Make sure that you subscribe. Hit the notification. Comment. Talk to us. Be out there. Hit a friend us on Facebook. We got a friend page. We got to get a group that's just a group so people can get up in there. But friend us. So that you can get the show on uh, Facebook, so it streams straight on there, or you just jump into our YouTube uh, search Mint Ketchup. We the only one out here putting up stuff that's Mint Ketchup. That's why we chose the name. Like that's really what it is. We chose the name so y'all can yep. find us easily. You put Mint Ketchup in, and we pop up first. That's what it is. So uh, come check us out, man. Uh, it's been great, great <laughs> evening having it with y'all. We knocked this out really quick, and we had a good time, and that's what it's all about. So uh, you guys enjoy the Super Bowl out there. Root for who you're going to root for. Neither one of my teams. Well, guess what's going to happen, though? A black quarterback is going to win, so that's good. Hey, yeah, let's hey, go. Hey. And once again, we no out of no here. It was fantastic. Mid Catch Up Podcast Episode Jeez. 40. We out of here. Ooh. The big folks over. Let's go.